0: Welcome to Remelations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remelations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams from nightmares to the just plain bizarre. Join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. Today, we're reading dreams about living in an airport, glass walls, and stars and
1: stripes bathing
0: suits. <laughs> we're
1: also talking about elephants, possible wedding proposals, and family members who have passed.
0: Today we're also talking about sleep positions and how it reflects your own personality and maybe even the way you
1: dream. All right friends, it's Thursday Thursday, so let's get started. Woo!
0: Well, I'm going to attempt to have a sip of wine. Why is that? Brooke, what happened last night. <laughs> Nothing, I was fine. I went to bed like a good I went to bed like a good girl. I didn't
1: do sure. anything. Didn't sure. I had
0: my glass of milk and went to bed.
1: <laughs> um, so we're pre-recording this because we know um, Brooks uh, as we're all completely jealous and think she's a bitch. She's going to the mall days. <laughs> and so this recording we're actually doing the day after St. Patty's Day. So, so really, you just you just went to bed and mm-hmm. cuddled up. I feel okay, great, good. excellent. I, I feel can tell like you, you look like a Yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't drink more shots than I've ever had probably in my
1: whole life. <laughs> you actually look pretty good for, for having the day after St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Thank but you. Thank you. I needed that. <laughs> I think these dreams are going to help us kind of relax and have fun. I think so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm, this is what got me up and going today, even though
1: it's three o'clock. <laughs> even though it- we had to push it back from nine <laughs> <here> to
0: three. <laughs> we had to push it back a few hours, and then maybe a few more until Brooke was able to stand up. But You're ready to go. So do you want to get started with the first stream? I do. And this is from Julian, and he just puts from Earth. So oh. welcome, Julian. <laughs> welcome to Earth. Welcome to <laughs> our podcast. It. And thank you, Planet Earth, for being part of our podcast now
1: on the list. <laughs> love it. You can check that one off the Right, the box. check
0: that one right off. Okay. I was living in a building that had everything. Mm. At one point, I got off on the wrong floor, and there was an airport. <laughs> I met I met an older woman in a blue cape in the elevator and nudged her to push the button for the floor I needed. I got off the elevator and she did too on the same floor. But there was a restaurant or a bar there and it had glass walls.
1: It makes sense if there is an airport that you have a bar close by and with glass with walls. with glass walls. I mean, I see this as going. Yes,
0: makes sense so far. <laughs> yeah.
1: I wonder how much more you have to pay for the airport um, condo or apartment. Yeah, but I wonder if I'm if sure that's that a know, premium.
0: Yeah. Or just access, you know, maybe it's just all private jet access. I don't know. That would be even better. Even better. (laughs) But yeah, I bet there's a premium on that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So glass walls, okay? Mm -hmm. Everyone was in bathing suits and they were all women.
1: (laughs) This is obviously a a gentleman's dream. I was
0: going to say, because this is going to be a running theme here, because Mm -hmm. here we go. Some were really sexy with big boobs, but then all of a sudden, (laughs) some were unattractive. Oh. They were all wearing stars and stripes bathing suits.
1: <laughs> well, that's patriotic. <laughs> I was like, God bless America.
0: I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. But I was like, okay. I feel like I'm inviting all the dirty boys over to our slumber party. I keep you letting do. the boys in the basement door with their boob stories and I keep letting them <laughs> into our podcast. But hey, love we it, love though. it. We love it, guys. Keep your booby stories coming. We like all dreams. <laughs> um, but the building with everything. Is
1: that it? That's No, yeah, train. that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. No, that's it. I, I was like thought... waiting to see if something else Oh, no, no, no sorry.
0: Just... Sorry, that's it. I just, there was so much symbolism in that tiny little paragraph. There... Yeah, that there was, like, is. Like it started with the building with everything. I was thinking, it sounds kind of like, well, to me, What my first thought was it made me feel like, you know, when you're a kid, didn't you ever want to get like left in the department store be in the Always? department store Yes, yeah, so we've talked about this
1: before. We've, yeah. We so, should have so, totally so, done this.
0: So cool. So it's like kind of the adult version. Like he's in this mm-hmm. building that has everything. So I'm yes. like, okay, maybe he's living out some kind of fun little childhood dream come to life in adult form. But
1: you know, there is um, neighborhoods around here, this area around Chicago, that are um, I would say airplane neighborhoods. Have you heard this before? No. Yeah, what this, does what this that is? mean? They have a private airstrip in the middle of the, the subdivision, and they even have these big garages attached to their house where they can put their little um, prop engine planes. And <laughs> Sorry, your face. like, okay, in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah, no, there, it's a thing. Air, airport subdivisions. Yeah. And, and I mean, obviously, you'd have to pay a premium because you're paying for the landing strip and stuff. But people who have...
0: And the maintenance and the upkeep of even a small plane has got to be astronomical. Yes, so, like, they have their garage door, and then they have
1: their plane garage. Correct. And a few years ago, there was actually an accident where one of the right, but next to this neighborhood, there was a Lifetime Fitness like gym, yeah. and the plane hit the gym. No shit. Yeah, I think everyone was fine. It was all good, but oh, it clipped the the top of the gym. So it's dangerous.
0: Is I mean, to have so many people in such a small area have access to this private airstrip, and- yeah.
1: I, I don't know how it works. I mean, I'm guessing what? there's some sort of, like, radio control. Do they fly to another
0: neighborhood? Is that what the <laughs> is? They don't want to oh, drive. Oh, that's what we should do. Brooke, so hey, just we're going to get
1: <laughs> – Just in order to, like, hang out with each other all the time. I mean, it would yeah. be a lot quicker than driving. We'll just get right? little houses in the airplane subdivision, and we'll just fly to each other's house.
0: Or it could be, like, the new, like, Uber. You just need <laughs> a little quick flight call your uber mm. air
1: and we laugh that. now who knows we laugh what the is gonna be probably
0: already happening somewhere 20 years from now someone's gonna listen to this and be like let's trademark it now we came up with uber air
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't think we can use the word uber in it but
0: no but we'll figure um, it
1: out <laughs> yeah brook and mindy airlines only yes. if i get to wear this from my
0: from your front door to your front door <laughs> Uh, then we've got the
1: tagline <laughs> which is two Perfect. blocks away <laughs> <laughs> the taxiing you just have to taxi i think in that point in that case.
0: well i mean my goodness sometimes i feel like you're taxiing on a plane more than you're oh god in air Even on some small flights like if yeah dubuque to chicago it's like 45 minutes But
1: by the time you get to the airport checking through security 20
0: minutes of that is air time the rest is like taxiing around yeah it is the worst well, that's super interesting. I did not know those neighborhoods existed. That's pretty cool if you can uh, afford yeah. to.
1: It's way above my my income. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And my it's expertise. A little bit above my pay grade, but you know. I, I still think it would be really cool to be able to just open a door though and there be an airport. And he he did seem to be excited about the airport. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would take the airport as maybe a stress thing. I think we maybe talked about it. You know, like there's lots going on. Travel. People, travel itself is stressful, but he seemed to be kind of excited about it. The other thing I thought was interesting, he did mention that he got off on the wrong floor and that's where the airport was.
1: Mm-hmm. So I didn't so think like he that. knew it was there, but that's not was where he's he intending to
0: go. So, was the airport something maybe, maybe it is chaos, but he's not really wanting to deal with that now. That's the wrong floor right now. The doors
1: open of the elevator. He's like, nope. He the just wants closed. to go
0: look at, he wants to go look at boobies right now. That's the right <laughs> floor for him now. <laughs> right. Not there. So, maybe there's something. Something that's crazy and he needs to figure out, or maybe he's afraid to go somewhere or move forward, something, and he's just Mm -hmm. not ready to get off on that floor yet. I also thought that this could be, this whole building could be him compartmentalizing things in his life, like, okay, here's the airport, Mm -hmm. here's the bar, you know, here's probably where he lives, like, maybe it's all these Maybe the building represents his brain and he's just kind of navigating mm-hmm. through it. I mean, this is going way, way deep into a booby dream. But, you know, booby dreams can just be booby dreams. But sometimes you want to dig a little deeper.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I might have to name the show, the episode Booby Dreams. Booby Dreams. <laughs> hey, we're going to get a lot of new listeners. like guarantee hey, You it. know, I tell you, I, the strip club Benihana was our highest listened to episode yet. I mean, and one of the best. And one (laughs) of the best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's such a good one. But the next thing I picked up on, and I wanted to throw this one at you because I was like, there was the older woman in the blue cape, Mm
1: -hmm. and I thought
0: that was very specific.
1: Well, it's specific. It's a cape and not a like sweater or a dress. Right. It's
0: it's and blue, and it seemed like. You know, he wasn't afraid for her. He was kind of like, it wasn't like a danger. Again, as always, it could, an older female could represent, you know, um, an older loved one that you feel comfort with. And then it's almost like a cape, like superhero, you know, it's like almost someone you can trust or that you is going to protect you. So maybe there's that form of protection in the symbolism around the blue cape, which also blue, that that's a good thing, right? Isn't blue a positive color? Like
1: blues usually mean like tranquility, calm, peace. Yeah, it's it is like a very mellow color symbol in a dream.
0: Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I would like, agree. It's
1: a sense of comfort.
0: So he's got a ton of shit going on. This is in his brain, the building of his brain. But he's got this guiding factor who he feels mm-hmm. protected by, who he feels relaxed by.
1: And she was just in the elevator when he was going yep. down. It just didn't no conversation with Rando. No conversation. She just got off. Ran- rando blue lady. No, just a Rando blue lady. Okay. <laughs> She In a got
0: off. She got off on the same floor, though. So, okay. but I mean, oh. he didn't mention her after. But yeah. it was maybe like she was guiding him to this floor for whatever reason. I don't know.
1: <laughs> maybe is, her granddaughter was. Uh, maybe her part granddaughter of the- was the star of the show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Come take a look.
1: <laughs> um, Let me hook you up. This is my granddaughter." Of
0: course, we have to at least talk about the glass walls. Um, yeah. Because typically when I think of walls, you think of them as obstacles. But he could see through these walls. So that's what I found interesting is he – does he feel like he's being held back? like he can
1: barely he can see it, but he can't grasp what he needs? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I'm thinking like perhaps it means a bit of vulnerability because they're glass mm-hmm. and people can see in like perhaps Julian's letting people into his life or letting them in emotionally and along like if you think about it, you build walls to protect yourself. yeah and to have glass walls, you're really becoming open and vulnerable to right. people. And so that's yeah. maybe how I would take it.
0: No, I agree. It's it's confusing to me that he's on the other side of the wall watching these attractive and then sometimes unattractive.
1: That's weird. Yeah, that I agree. Some all of a sudden just some of them became unattractive. His his, but, his you, subconscious is like they're too beautiful. Let's let's dial it down a notch.
0: Let's dial it down a <laughs> notch. I can't We take know this, this is dream. not
1: realistic.
0: And or maybe too. It could just be simple as him needing to just sit back and watch. Sometimes, instead of maybe jumping into things too quickly, maybe he needs to see the whole picture. I don't know. Again, this or is very- you said
1: a lot of chaos, a lot of carpa- yeah. lot carpment whatever, compartmentalizing. A lot of carp, yeah, whatever. I'm still not going to get it. There's a <laughs> well, lot of rooms, a lot of going on. Very slowly, and so maybe it's almost just like entertaining. It's just yeah. like you can relax. sit there and relax, like
0: just relax, have a nice show, you have grab so a much cocktail, shit going on. Watch Grab a the, shot. Wha- watch the boobies Wha- in the Stars and Stripes bathing suits. <laughs> watch the
1: boobies. But it's, were they always in Stars and Stripes, or was it at the end of the dream that they no, changed from beautiful no, to not? Th- no, they, the-
0: were, they were all beautiful, some with big boobs, all wearing Stars and Stripes, but then some of them became unattractive. Oh. So I don't know much more than that. I mean... <laughs>
1: Well, I think Yeah, I don't know how to take that. I
0: don't know. How to I did I did look up something about walls because this was interesting to me because of the glass because mm-hmm. of, you know, it's usually you can't get through a wall, you can't see through a wall so the, and the whole thing about don't throw stones in glass glass houses and all this. But speaking of glass me. houses,
1: one of the best albums of all time. Billy what? Joel, oh, Glass are Houses. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding oh, me? My absolute one of my absolute favorites. Remember Hashtag, Hashtag. What does Billy Joel dream?
0: Ah! (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I I want to hear it so badly, please. Oh my God! Please, Billy.
1: A complete sidebar. River of Dreams was written from a dream he had. He's actually he's not um, a religious person. No, he's um, I would say more agnostic or atheist. But he had a dream, and if you know the song River of Dreams, it's quite Mm -hmm. the almost you know religious nod
0: or catch one. Yeah. in the middle and
1: of the night, the So night. sleepwalking. It's that a is sleepwalking song. <laughs> he did. Ha- he did come up with the idea from a dream he had. He started writing the dream in uh, the the song in his dream, which I find completely fascinating. So please, Billy,
0: Mindy, maybe someday you're going to be as famous as Billy Joel with your dream journal. <laughs> <If> he's writing <laughs> his dreams down and making them into. Chart-topping hits, then mine would be like "There's a fawn on her head,
1: dead, it's dead."
0: (laughs) Oh, I don't want to talk about it. Don't touch it. So,
1: So, yeah, perhaps I'm. Yeah,
0: (laughs) but I'm right there. (laughs) I looked up some information on walls. This I found online. It says a wall is often deemed a male quality when representing something in a dream. It can also mirror male feelings of being inadequate emotionally. Or holding back your own feelings. When the wall is surrounding something you deem as special or treasured,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like la- like beautiful ladies um, and Consider your own
0: feelings about this thing in your life, especially in the case where the wall is blocking you from reaching a goal or a person. Consider hmm. that your own feelings are blocked off and that it's not your intentional doing, but rooted back to the relationship with your father in childhood. It, that is some Freudian shit right there, man.
1: Yeah, it is. Was there something? Is he holding back in a relationship then in that case? I don't case? know what
0: it is, but I feel like it could be something either right on the money. <laughs> we might have hit something right <laughs> on the money. He's got, you know, father issues, something Like that, or it could just be me finding this paragraph that I (laughs) read online about what walls mean. But, you know, like you said, we always say every dream is really related to the dreamer itself. So this guy could not have any father issues, and we're just like, he just likes boobs.
1: You know, can you tell we're unprofessional in this? Uh, Yeah, like I said, Freud had probably lots of mommy issues. Yeah, but I just found
0: it interesting, like, that went such into, like... I don't know. I thought when they were saying like you're reaching for something that you can't get, and he's this kind of seeming like that in the dream, too. I just found it interesting because mm-hmm. I never thought of a wall as being masculine
1: or feminine. And- no. Any anything particular you can pull out from the stars and stripe bathing suits? Yeah. Let me get into that. <laughs> I have some thoughts on
0: this. Okay, so <laughs> the color of the bathing suits I think is very important. Yes. Um, we kind of talked, blue represents like a positive outlook, red mm-hmm. is Negative, typically, right, and then white right. kind of symbolize purification or um, genuine right. intention, something like that. So, what if these bathing suits are all three colors, which they are, if they're mm-hmm. stars and stripes? So it kind of goes into the confusion factor. I think the stress factor. Like mm-hmm. we're all confused. Um, I mean, we all are, and we <laughs> we're all confused by your dreams, Julie. <laughs> Julie. We're Come all confused. On, we need you to write Thank back you. in Thank and you. give us a little more, so, a few more answers. <laughs> so. I took it as we all struggle to see the good, the bad in ourselves, and maybe that's all the colors. Like we s- we're trying to see mm-hmm. the blues, the reds, the whites. We're all trying to balance it out, and maybe he's just seeing that. in these women, <laughs> I think we're doing a real deep dive into just just a fun booby dream. But there, the symbols the symbols were so like out there that I'm like, there has to be yeah, they something were very specific a bit more. But
1: considering it's a patriotic swimsuit. <laughs> Do you think maybe it lends to a quality of loyalty of Julian, perhaps, that, you know, you look at the flag, whether it's on boobies (laughs) or on a flagpole, and you think it's a sense of pride, pride, it's a sense of... Sometimes comfort. I would
0: even say comfort sometimes, too, you know, like, I'm proud here, and I see my flag, and I feel a part of something, you know, some. so I I agree with that. mm -hmm. I just... The thing that I thought, lastly, um, that was interesting was th- some of the women becoming unattractive. <laughs> but I think again, <laughs> woof. woof, leave those girls out of the glass box. <laughs>
1: please leave them in the black the glass
0: box, please. So I think that also just ties into. Some were pretty, some weren't. You know, positive aspects he's dealing with, negative aspects mm-hmm. he's dealing. I just think it all correlates. Like all his symbols are really kind of stacked on top of each other.
1: I would say just go for the chick that has the best sense of humor.
0: Yeah, come on. Come on. Why can't we have a dream where we're looking at girls telling jokes in glass boxes? <laughs> Please. Okay, the last thing. Boobs, 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 but not just boobs, he said. Big boobs. <laughs> So not just uh-huh. big boobs, lots of big boobs. So there weren't just boobs, there were big boobs and there were lots of women. So I, I did <laughs> look up something since we...
1: Is this going back to the mommy issues? It You're has to be. going to mom issues? Because yeah. and we, yeah,
0: nurturing, we right? We talked about that, like you said, with the Benihana Strip Club. But I, I thought, okay, well, let's look at it a different way. Like, obviously, it's still going to be maternal or family related. But mm-hmm. I read specifically... A man dreams of big boobs represents his readiness for a family life and parenting. Oh. I don't know what a small boob <laughs> dream would mean, but that's what it said.
1: I'm kind of offended <laughs> by this. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, maybe please.
0: maybe small boobs mean something else, but I only looked up big boobs because that was the dream. <laughs> right. And here. the fact that there are a lot of boobs <laughs> may indicate that he will start like an extended family. <laughs> I think it means he's ready to have a family, and then the fact that there are a lot of boobs means maybe he wants a big family. That's what I broke it down to.
1: Or it doesn't necessarily have to be direct wife-kids. Yeah. It could be uh- – a friend group, like yeah, ex- 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 extending It, could, it doesn't into- have to be like
0: literally blood family. You're right. It could be a new friend group. Right. It could yeah. be anything.
1: A uh, new hobby of flying airplanes <laughs> in the neighborhood. And we,
0: I'd like, like to know what else is in that building. If the building has everything, we only know about this restaurant club and the airport. It
1: kinda definitely has a subway. I, wait,
0: subway sandwich shop or a subway tunnel? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, a subway sandwich shop. <laughs> of course. Um, a liquor store. It's definitely got um a nail place. Oh, yeah. Gotta have definitely. one of those. Yeah. That's convenient. <laughs> but I just think that's, you
0: know, he's looking at all the good things, all the bad things. It's I he's trying to fade I think he's really just trying to find his way around the building in quotes, you know. So I just hope he finds which doors. He can choose to close forever and which one he discovers he needs to open.
1: And if you have extra time, figure out how to get into that room with all the checks. Yes. yes, maybe there's like a special code, you know, like... Oh, I wonder if it's like, um, is it like a Miss America contest? Oh,
0: like a pageant? Like a pageant. <laughs>
1: but They're just, all beautiful, just, though. Just, Who are we kidding?
0: They're all beautiful, but then some were unattractive. And then...
1: Did Do you know. ever did you ever used to watch those? Um All the time. That's you. And actually, here's here's a crazy sidebar. <laughs> and I hope you know where I'm going with this. Remember when I was in high school and I got this notification that I was like Miss Dubuque County or something and I and I could be What? Yeah. No, no like I, it, I got this like thing in the mail it's like, okay, you've been nominated for Miss Dubuque County and you can go ahead and um, compete in this Miss Iowa pageant or something like I. Were you catfished? No, was this a catfish? No, and you no, you said you would be my pageant manager. Oh, I totally would. I just don't remember. this Oh my god, at you all. had like a binder and you had it planned. You had my my evening gown. We talked about what. Um, was it red? It oh, probably it was. Yeah, and um, it it had you know interview questions, just in case I had to be prepared for it. You had this. Does this, this ring a bell at all?
0: This one hundred percent is me. I know <laughs> this has to be me, but I don't remember this specifically. We talk- <laughs> yes. We're like picking out outfits. Oh, I totally this. Like I said, this is me one hundred percent. I know it is. I just have a hole in my memory because, I mean, even before this, I my whole life I would watch them with my mom with our little clipboards <laughs> and, and you'd rate them. take our oh, notes I love and do it like so. I was. That was probably my dream job when this happened to you. I don't know if I just, I don't know where it went. I don't
1: know. Where that memory went, but I know for a fact it's me. It is you. Because it couldn't be any, anyone else. And I thank my parents for being the grounded ones because I probably would have just run off to like the big city and just been like, let's do this. Because I was like, I'm going to be a model. you running off to Des Moines. I know. The Miss Iowa. My parents are like, uh, yeah, no, this is probably just, you oh. had to pay money somewhere along the line here. Well, I was
0: going to say, it's... It's never free. There's never always free. something you have to pay to get into something, and then the next one's probably more
1: expensive, and then more expensive. And you have to then have and your and portfolio getting, shots, and you have to have your yeah, you your
0: face, your headshots, and your new dresses and your talent dresses. And oh my gosh! All but I mean, to all business. those
1: women out there that do it, go for you. God go, bless them. Go do you it. You really
0: put yourself out there. That's brave. Yes. Now, what would your what would your talent oh. have been? Did we talk about that? Um, hmm. can you do like cheerleading while playing a flute?
1: <laughs>
0: um I sure could
1: that wasn't an insult. Time. This is just spitballing <laughs> This is just what I was <laughs> into in high school. The flute playing I and uh cheerleading. Yeah, I that I still don't know what my talent is, to be honest.
0: <laughs> um I'd have to go out there and be like, please, just please vote for me because I, I don't have a talent. <laughs> Maybe just like do a shimmy and then take a bow. <laughs>
1: that's all and you that's need. It. You would have won. You would have I won. think I may have. Yeah. It's different. It's ballsy. It is. It would have <laughs> definitely stood out to the judges. Yeah. Well,
0: back to this. I think there's a lot of crazy symbolism, but let's not fool ourselves. I think Julian's just probably having a dream about being in a cool building with boobs. But it was fun to kind of look into colors and symbolism of certain things that were happening. Lots of different symbols. So yeah, thought it fun. was worth taking a look at. Yeah. So Julian, hope you find the right door to open.
1: And if you want to be like Julian and share your dream with the Remolations podcast, you can do that by emailing remolations at gmail.com. We'll take your boob stories. We'll take your Mm -hmm. nightmares. Big or small. Big or small. We don't don't judge. Um, We'll take your nightmares. We'll take your crazy, bizarre stories. Anything. Anything. Please just email us. We would love to include you in the show. Yes. Mindy. Do you have a dream to share with us today? I have a dream. And this one's, uh, this one's a little he- I would say not heavy. It's a little more um, emotional than your dream. Oh, yeah. well, okay. Well, that,
0: yeah, I would say that almost anything would be because
1: All after right, that- so here's a dream from Zaina. And uh, this one has some animals in it, so I know you're going to love it. Ah, I already do. I know. The dream started off with me and my house. I'm looking out the window into the garden, and I see three elephants, hidden in the bushes and trees. There are two adults and one baby. They're all eating amongst the bushes. I start taking videos to send to my partner, as I was shocked to see elephants. The baby one started eating away at the tree so hard and started stomping that the tree fell down. I felt a little panic that the elephants would run into the house, but they ran past and went by. Okay. I ran into the house to watch them go by throughout the other windows. Okay. The dream switched to myself and my partner going to our favorite pub. And it was busy. <laughs> and our favorite table was free, which was rare as it's usually always taken.
0: Score. Yeah, right? That's like the best feeling, right? You know, when you have like a, a table. You, you have a and table. Like, and then
1: it's free. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm meant to something be Something satisfying about totally. that. I'm, I'm such the same way. Or like Mark <laughs> and I would like to go to a bar and we like to sit at at the bar, but if the bar is right, full, yeah. we're like, oh, we have to have like a table. <laughs> like, oh, Palmer. we have to be like adults. And I know. Sit at I'd a rather table. sit at the bar. You get way better service at the bar. It's funny, isn't it?
0: Though, like some people like will refuse to sit at the bar. Yes. I'm like, why? What's the big deal? Like, usually the bartender's super friendly. Oh they yeah, know the they don't they know the menu as well as any of the wait staff, mm-hmm. and there's less of them. I mean, I'm sure it's more stressful if it's busy, but yeah. we always
1: find can... better service at the bar. So we always I, pick the bar. I, I agree. Okay, so they're sitting at her favorite table. Great. We <laughs> sorry. Great. <laughs> just like okay. We sat down and weird things started happening to me. First, two men in masks came up and started Ooh. dancing. <gasps> Sexy dancing. It just says dancing. All right. And what kind of mask are we talking about? Like, I was gonna mask say, grade mask or COVID mask? This
0: could either be really cool or really terrifying, depending on just I the know, mask. I low. wish I had more
1: details on that part, <laughs> I but know, I don't. This could change the dream entirely if we knew the mask. <laughs> so these masked men are dancing, and then people I know start to appear a bit like a flash mob. Oh boy! Yeah. Okay, <laughs> entertaining, it's getting exciting. Right <laughs> so I so then it's it's weird. I start crying and I look at my partner who's smiling. <laughs> The people are reading out things they have written about me. All lovely things. Oh, it's like a honey roast. Oh, wow. what's a honey roast?
0: Well, like, you know, roast is like, you know, when they say terrible things, like a honey roast is like when
1: they say sweet things. Oh, I've never. I thought it was like a eulogy. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like no. eulogy. Everyone's saying nice things about you. Are you well, dead? Well, kind of, okay, well, we'll it's get to like that. A,
0: it's like a honey roast.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Um, So everyone's saying lovely things. I get the feeling my partner is about to propose. Oh, he says a lovely speech about me. My mom is crying. I see my nana, who has passed, is there. Okay. And then I see a flash of my granddad, who has also passed, and he's congratulates me. Oh. I've not been proposed to, so I don't know why all the congratulations. All she, my- just, she just made the speech... But like, like the speech didn't end with the proposal. It was just like, okay. Uh, everyone's making a speech. Like everyone's oh, saying nice everyone's things, things about her.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. I just thought there was a bunch of people there and her partner was making a big speech.
1: Yeah, no, just everyone's making saying nice things, but we but no proposal yet. When I saw my granddad, it was a passing moment, almost like I was dreaming in that moment in my dream. Oh. Weird. And I was desperate to find and see my granddad as I know he had passed in real life, and so I was desperate to see him. Oh. Then, my boyfriend gives me a necklace. Boo! (laughs) Right? She's expecting a proposal and she gets a necklace. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, that's the worst. That's That's so... mm. That's...
0: This just turned into a nightmare. Right? That's the worst. Yeah, okay.
1: (laughs) I'm a wedding photographer, right? So, um, I know a lot of how these proposals go. And you have the talk. You have the talk of the forever... We call it the forever talk. You have the forever talk... We can see each other together for the rest of our lives. Blah blah blah, and then you wait, and then you get a fucking necklace. Why? That's like
0: cruel and unusual punishment, right there.
1: Everyone's saying that. Everyone's there. Like you're like your whole family,
0: and everyone's like saying even your dead grandparents. Yeah, like everyone that's important to you, alive or dead, should be like the most amazing experience of your life, and. Wah, wah, a necklace. I don't care <laughs> okay. if it's an all-diamond necklace. Wrap that thing around my finger and try again.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That cracks me up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, okay. She gets a necklace from her okay. boyfriend. It is a silver heart with diamonds and tiny pearls on the chain. Mm-hmm. So it's very specific. There are letters on the box that I that don't make sense. I'm confused and feel like this wasn't meant for me and meant for someone else. Ouch. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Ooh, ouch. I hold him tight and I feel an overwhelming sense of love. I cannot stop the tears. She's holding her boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm holding my boyfriend tight and I, I'm feeling an overwhelming sense of love and I cannot stop the tears. I'm stroking his head and holding him so tight I look over at everyone, and they're all watching and smiling, and they cannot see my granddad. So, like, she can see her granddad, but no no one else else can see him, Okay, which is weird. She's saying it's very dreamlike. Yeah. But they tell me, I'm seeing my granddad in my partner's dad, and that was a sign. So everyone else can see her partner's dad. But she's she's seeing seeing her granddad. Wow. Wow, this is interesting. Yeah. His dad said... I will be looked after and welcomed me into the family. My partner's dad passed away three years ago in real life. I have not met him and only seen one photo of the man, but the man in my dream looked nothing like my partner's dad.
0: Wow. That's fascinating. And then
1: she woke up. That's a good one. This is like really crazy deep and wow. That
0: is so deep and so interesting on so many levels. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't even know where to start with this, but um,
0: hmm. she was happy with the necklace made of yeah, pearls she was and diamonds. Which she was expecting I thought, the proposal. I thought that was going to be like a big turning point in the dream, but she, I mean, she said she was holding him so tight, like, and she was crying. She I'm loved. guessing was happy unless yes. she was crying with like such hard disappointment. <laughs> she was like almost
1: shaking, him <laughs> holding on. to Well, she <laughs> said she was, you know. Uh, What'd she say? I was crying. I was stroking his head and I was holding on to him so tight. So it seems like it was like a positive. It wasn't bad for her not to. No, it wasn't.
0: She seemed very happy with the situation, but it is unusual that the lead up. Made it seem like it was going to be a much bigger letdown, but she really wasn't let down. She seemed no. perfectly fine with it.
1: So right. Well, let's start all the way back at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Because it starts <laughs> off with the elephants, and Brooke, I know you're a huge animal fan, so I had to look up what elephants mean because, I mean, if I think of elephants, they're big, and that's pretty much all I can think of. They're, they're, very, not, smart.
0: they're, they're very smart. They're a lot smarter than people realize. They're mm-hmm. very wise. They can run. Uh, they can swim which people don't think that their hmm. big fucking trunk tree legs can swim like nobody's business. And they are very big, very big family units. So when I heard about the baby, I was going to be a little worried that there might be some protection issues. But it didn't seem that way. It just seemed yeah. like a
1: That's what I found family. from researching them a bit about, uh, about elephants is they're very socially complex animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a lot to do with family. So there's mm-hmm. usually a matriarch. Yep. And the offspring, and there is a lot of um, maternal herds, mm-hmm. and, and they're strong animals. But do you know that? <laughs> this is something that I just found interesting. Elephants are pregnant for nearly two years.
0: Yeah, it's a huge what? gestation. No, period. thank huge you. Huge <laughs> gestation nope.
1: period. Oh. Nine months
0: was hell. Ugh. I do not
1: know anything more Could than nine. You months. Well,
0: I mean, that's a big baby to make. That baby's got
1: <laughs> a lot longer. <laughs> It is true. And they are so cute. <laughs>
0: they are so cute. But yeah, they are so protective. Side note, I came up with I think one of the best sci-fi animal combination movies. You know, okay, wait, wait, like, hold on. Mm, let me let me just get ready get comfortable. Okay, I'm ready. What is it? So it's called <laughs> Cobra font. Because <laughs> it's an elephant, but its trunk is a spitting cobra. It's gold. It's, I, was, I was worried. You looked down for a minute. I thought you were gonna be like, mm, "Isn't it
1: <laughs> um, trademark?" That would that cobra would be font. cobra you, font.
0: Yeah, like cobra elephant. Oh, like a F- fant. Co- elephant cobra elephant
1: uh-huh. cobra fant. I think we have to work on the name a little bit.
0: Yeah, maybe ella Co- ella obra <laughs> ella obra. I think that's way better. Uh, ella obra, and then ella but obra. I just saw it. Once and I was like, could you imagine like <sighs> elephants are majestic, but then you've got us not just a cobra, a spitting cobra as Which its is trunk. Venomous. Like this, this could be Oh
1: Mindy, yes. I've learned. It is except <laughs> for that's the one that But it spits, it can be poisonous. Oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you. If you you've need a lesson it. on how uh snakes like are poisonous or venomous, you need to one, two. No, I, yeah, it was like well, <laughs> it was, the was the real early one. on. <laughs> Brooke went on her rant about what is poisonous versus venomous. Yeah.
0: If you'd like a recap, you can just send us a message and I'll explain it. She'll be more than happy. More than
1: happy. I'll even
0: give you a call if you want. We can discuss it. I have no problem making a friendly call out there.
1: Going back to the elephants, I think, you know, you're thinking a lot of family. It seems yeah. like, you know, it's, it's a very social, family social animal. And right. so the fact that there's three of them. Let's go to number three. Love my okay. numbers. Okay. So Three is considered an angel number. It's It represents a trinity. Yeah. So it can be religious, a sense of trinity, or it can also mean like a union of mind, body, and soul. Right. But usually the number three is a number which means good things to come. Like it's very hopeful and optimistic. Yeah. And I think this whole dream, as we go on, we we really we see, see that, that throughout
0: the dream. I mean, it's all family-based, like past, mm-hmm. present, and future almost. It's like families being developed being explored in different ways, like yes. elephant families, past family members, future family members—it's all. Related. If he gives a
1: ring and not a necklace, maybe future
0: mm. family. But yeah, right. We'll have to that, see about this. TBD about the future part.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then, you know, the elephant, then the baby elephant, is the one who's kind of starts. Um, kind of causing an upheaval of stomping and knocking this tree down. And then all of a sudden she felt scared a little bit like, oh, I better get inside. Like, I'm not I don't want to be trampled. Right. And then she runs. But she does want to observe what happens next. Yeah. And so I just kind of feel like it's almost like a pay attention moment in a dream. Like this is something important. Pay attention. Like stop,
0: listen, watch. Yeah.
1: Yes. You need to pay attention to something in your life right now. And then we go to this bar, which there's a lot of scene changes in this, which I kind of love. <laughs> which is you, totally. Which is me. Totally <laughs> I get <me>. it. <laughs> she gets to her favorite pub, and the bar, the favorite table's open, which you talked about, is the Score. greatest Score. in the world. Score. But that's a, a feeling of familiarity and yeah. comfort mm-hmm. to, like, have, like, the one spot that you want open, I can sit there. It's there. Yeah. But- then the guys who have the mask on start dancing like a flash mob. I forgot about that part. How could I forget? So again, like, about that? what kind of masks are we talking about? Like, that brain masks, like full we face. Really like need
0: to know Xana because it's God. That could make all the difference in the world for this yeah. moment. It could be like, right. woo or
1: oh, let's run. We're going to get murdered. <laughs> There's so many different kinds of masks. Like, I know you got the Jason mask. Mm-hmm. You got like a fun Mardi Gras mask. Yeah, fun, sexy Mardi Gras mask. You have Zorro.
0: Zoro, which is like weird, but okay, still not too scary. What about the
1: guy from Princess Bride, Wesley? He had oh, a mask. Yeah, well, that's really like, yeah,
0: see, that would be like the kind of Zoro mask. That's,
1: I would go with that one. You know, like as you wish. Yes, ev- please, everything I wish. <laughs> I have the biggest crush on that dude.
0: But like, I, like, this is how dark I went when you first said it, and I, I had to stop myself because I was like, "Go back, wait, finish, listen what she's saying." Uh-huh. But I saw this creepy, like burlap sack, oh, oh. You know, like terrifying, like with like a one eye hole cut out of it. That's like interesting, creepy. that's what you thought. Well, I tend to go towards the dark, but I mean, that's just what happened.
1: I was thinking like a surgical mask, to be honest. Like a- oh, see, look at that, very, very different. Very different, like mine. <laughs> I'm like in like, a time of COVID, and, you know, thankfully, we're kind of starting to get beyond that, but, you know, I thought mask. I'm like, no,
0: masks. there's a escaped mental patient serial killer that could only find a burlap sack and is coming to get you.
1: So, Zaina, please let us know what kind of nice. mask it was, because I would <laughs> like to know that piece. It would help. But, you know, there's flash mob, there's dancing, but it seems celebratory overall. Like, everyone's having yeah. a good time. And then all of a sudden, like, all of our family starts showing up and starts saying good things about you. And it's yeah. funny because you mentioned, you said a honey roast. Honey roast. I went yeah. right to eulogy. Right? So I was- Like, she's dead. We just flipped. <laughs> going I'm on. like,
0: oh, everyone loves their honey roast. You're like, she's dead. We did, <laughs> we we're just on opposite. But that's why we work together well. Yeah. We, have, we all look at things differently.
1: But you're right. Everyone's saying nice things about her and she's still alive. So that's that's good. But is
0: she? Maybe we don't know. Oh, or is she? Or is she? Is now she that girl? we're thinking of it in a different way, maybe maybe it's all a, a sixth sense type thing. Mm.
1: Well, it is weird because when we get to the end, we talk about a granddad that no one else can see but her. Mm-hmm. But next we get to the point where he's going to propose and he yeah. gives her a, a necklace. Mm. I'm this very curious to bummer. see, Zaina, where you are in this relationship with your partner in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe you're ready to take the next step. And you're looking for some reassurance from family, which is why it's such a family heavy dream that like, yeah, this is the right guy. Mm -hmm. Everyone, you know, feeling good, everyone loves him. And maybe he's not really ready to that point yet, which hence the necklace.
0: It is just such a disappointment though, like if she's Maybe – but, you know, some some women don't even want a ring. Maybe they want a necklace. So maybe that's, that's what true. she was hoping – But it doesn't seem like that's the case in this But dream. it
1: didn't make her angry either. Ma- it, didn't either her way. Angry. it didn't make her angry. She sad. still felt close. I mean, she.
0: I think also the interesting part is that it, the his dad, right, right? His dad where she saw her At grandfather yes. in. That part is – I think what's interesting, because maybe that's what she needed as comfort, just knowing that, okay, well, I'm ready, maybe he's not, but you know what, there's somebody that I know, mm-hmm. I trust, my grandfather is now embodied, in who will be my father-in-law, and maybe mm-hmm. she felt comfort in that, and just the yeah. necklace From enough was alone, was,
1: was yeah. fine. And she felt this reassurance. Like everything, it's joyful. Like everything's, it's like this new, new phase in her life she's coming into, and mm-hmm. she's feeling the acceptance of the rest of the family. Sure. Did you happen to look up by any chance what, um, what pearls mean? I didn't. I didn't look it up, but if I think of pearls, I think, I mean, really timeless classic. If you're thinking yeah. of a piece of jewelry that has never really gone, gone out of out style, style, it's pearls. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, a feminine symbol, mm-hmm. especially these days, you yeah. know, with the pearls. So I just feel like it embodies her as a woman, and it's, but it's yet traditional. Yeah. Kind of like a balance between the two. Yeah,
0: I, I agree. And I think it also represents, like you said, just a timeless thing. There were people all around her, you know, her family, some alive, some dead. It's just like a timeless thing that she'll always have. She'll always feel protected. She'll always feel loved.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. The overall feeling that she had in this dream was um, her emotion was happiness yeah. And I think when you have emotion in dreams it really translates to what your true emotions are in real life. Yeah. And so I think regardless if her partner's ready to propose or not, she's happy with where it is right now. Yeah. And yeah. Sh- and it's a good thing. And she's crying, and crying in dreams is very raw emotion, mm-hmm. but it's happy tears. Yeah. So it's not like stress, it's not sadness. Um, all it is is like happiness. Yeah. It seemed like it
0: was kind of going to go down a sad path but actually everything ended up perfectly for her i mean she might not be engaged but she has everything she needs at
1: the moment and it sounds like a gorgeous necklace by the way
0: it does let me see a picture of it please draw it out oh wait
1: here we go gentlemen <laughs> i'm going to give you some a little bit of advice here mm-hmm. as a wedding photographer when you are ready to make that statement of proposing to yeah your partner or men women either way i've had we've had some brides that proposed to their partner oh when you're ready to make that commitment, ask best friends what kind of mm. ring their bestie might want. So, important guys,
0: girls, I know you think you might know your partner better than anyone else, but you might not. Want
1: to double check with yeah. the bestie. It could ha- you could have all
0: the best intentions with what you pick, but ask that bestie because ooh
1: No one knows your partner better than their bestie. Just saying. No one knows better. Yeah, definitely. Contact us. We can (laughs) give you our, our, our ideas. Yes. Most of them don't involve necklaces.
0: Words of wisdom from Mindy and from much experience with <laughs> seen lots and grooms of diamonds. and lots of diamonds and any, anything in between. So, yeah, don't just run out and do it, whether you think it's perfect or not. Because Take your time.
1: It's a piece of jewelry you're going to wear for, forever, and it for symbolizes hopefully 50, it, 60 years, you know? Right, and it's you're supposed lucky. to symbolize eternity,
0: and it's like, you, you got to get this one right. You got to get it right. You got to get it right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, overall... Zanna, thank you for sending this in. I I just see this overall as a a positive dream of love and support, knowing that Uh, your family's around you. It's nothing but love. I think it's a great dream. Fun symbols. Yeah. But I think you're really in a good place right now with how you're feeling about your relationship. So She's happy.
0: Yay. I agree. Yay, Zanna. Congrats. Hey, besties out there. We hope you're loving the show as much as we do. And we want you to continue to enjoy it. And the best way you can do that is just to support us. You can go to remelationscom slash support. You can become a Patreon member. And don't forget, the first 25 Patreon members get a one-of-a-kind Remelations t-shirt that you will wear and love forever. That's a guarantee.
1: Absolutely. Hey, you know what? <laughs> the other thing you can do out there is to rate our show because rating helps us to be validated in what we're doing yeah. and lets other people know that you think we're awesome. So we're going to give you a couple of seconds here now. Look at your phone. Now, go to your screen and find where it says rate the show. Excellent. You're there. Okay, good. Now go ahead and hit five stars. Great job. You're doing awesome. We're right here with you. If you want to put a few nice – if you want to put a few – Brooke's cracking up. <laughs> I'm, I'm holding my hand out like I have a phone. <laughs> if You're doing it in such a see,
0: nice, soothing voice. We're right there with you.
1: Good job. Good job. So, so if you want to put a couple words in there that says we're having a fun time and we're awesome, we'd appreciate it. And then go ahead and hit submit. Submit. <laughs> and thank you. Please and thank you. This moment brought to you by... Mindy and
0: Okay. Okay. Why do I hear running feet above me? I'm on the top floor. Ooh. Like creep. Like it sounds like child's feet, like running.
1: I don't know. What was that? Was it just you on hear your that? roof? No. Something is happening. What? Someone's on your roof. That is freaking me
0: out because it's not even footsteps, it's just like a loud noise now.
1: It must be, like, doing some work up there or something. I'm sure it's yeah, fine. Yeah, let's, let's tell myself. Your door that. is locked, right? Yeah. Okay, good. You're fine. But
0: I've been in this building three years and never
1: heard noises like this.
0: I've actually had weird experiences in this apartment. Never in the other two, but not nothing I feel uncomfortable about, but weird, weird stuff. Weird. As long as you can't hear it, that's fine, because it's very loud in here. So, Brooke, you're hungover because you... Went out for St. Patrick's Day. I Let's be honest. I really didn't go out for St. Patrick's Day. I went to watch a March Madness game with a friend. Oh, that's how it always starts. That's how it always starts. And what are you doing tonight? Watching a March Madness game with a friend. Okay. Okay, I see a pattern. I hope I don't feel this way tomorrow i'm gonna be cool about it tonight but it was it just ended up we just ended up going over to um her boyfriend's house hanging out with a couple of his buddies so it wasn't like we were out doing anything but it, it was just chill it was fun but there was just a lot of drinks i mean they're like 10 years younger than what we were are your, oh yeah that's
1: always harder they have the young shots
0: kids. going they had that what roulette, kind of shots did you have roulette going? shot thing you know like oh no 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 what spin. is a roulette shot thing it's like a roulette wheel but it's got
1: different shots on the outside and no. you spin it and you have to mm, it sounds delicious let me and on. i don't
0: know if we had told the listeners but i had been like on a like a sober streak just like a two three week time period where i'm like i'm just gonna take it easy on everything so my tolerance went to <clears throat> zero so last yeah, night hard i drank what i might maybe used to drink when i'd go out pretty hardcore not when i've been not drinking for a few weeks so I what kind that. of shots did you do Mostly apple pie shots, but that's Everclear. So yikes! They taste so good.
1: Oh, hey, Bessie's out there. What is the one shot or one drink you can never drink again because you had too much um, in your party days? Yeah, Brooke, Brooke, I have you. See, I see you have raised your hand. I'm raising (laughs) my my hand. (laughs) What? What is the one thing you cannot drink again, Um, and why? I have two. Okay, okay, double down.
0: Pretty broad range whiskey. Mm. Mm-mm. never
1: again never again I think a lot of people can agree too many snake bites
0: back in the day
1: oh in my the god club I, have not days, thought, I have not thought about snake bites since yeah. you and I probably had them many years ago What what's in a snake bite Yukon
0: Jack and a splash of lime which is mm. like a terrible whiskey and a splash of lime and it's I very nearly I have not thought
1: about that shot in many years and
0: I think that's what I had a lot before I was 21 that's the only place I could get into but then the thing that I can't drink is Crown Royal Oh, because I don't know why,
1: it makes me cry
0: every it time. It makes you
1: could cry. could be in the <laughs> they- best mood possible. Can you please put a disclaimer on that bottle that says, <laughs> star, star, asterisk, Ma- can make, make you, you cry. cry.
0: But you know how, like, people say, like, oh, tequila is my bad liquor. It makes me crazy and mean. I'm like, my bad liquor (laughs) is is Crown um, Royal because it will just make me cry. Like, it's like one drink in and I'm like, (sighs) and I have nothing sad about it. Just it sets something off of me. I don't know why. Oh, man. What's yours?
1: I would have to say, oh, for me, um, Seagram's. But I blame my older sisters for this one. Yeah. So well, I blame my
0: older brother for whiskey too. So it's always God, the siblings, grrr, right?
1: Older siblings. I was—I don't think I was quite twenty-one yet. I was—I think twenty. My parents have a cottage, and there's this little bar that is like in nearby. And this is middle of Iowa. There's not a whole lot going on. And um, there it was karaoke night, and so we went up there, and it was um, Betty's karaoke. But Betty was a bitch. She. Let her friends sing all the songs, and us, for some reason, we just could not get a song in. Even though we put our songs, in before- you know, you know this it's thing, right? Making me
0: really. You put angry your songs in.
1: I hate those type of people right? that are are like the
0: karaoke Nazis. Like, oh, just my friends can come in. No, mm-hmm. no,
1: be Betty? fair, Betty, Betsy, rude. whatever, rude, rude so is your name. Here, here's the best part of the story. Yeah, my sister and I go into the bathroom. I I'm not 21. They're buying these drinks. Seagram's seven, seven and sevens. Yeah. And I don't have a high tolerance at all for hard liquor at this point. I still don't. But (laughs) we're in the bathroom and my sister, Tiffany, my my next oldest sister, is in one stall. There's a stall between us and then I'm in the next stall. And all of a sudden, this woman that was in between the two of our stalls comes out and there's a rumble. What? What do you mean a rumble? So another woman that's in the bathroom, she sees this woman come out. She goes... Are you luscious sherry? What? and she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, I know you've been sleeping with my man. And we're like, oh, we're stuck in these stalls and there's going to be like a her rumble name is luscious
0: sherry. I'm sorry. That's what she I know called there's her. a fight going to happen, but what I'm picking up on is one of luscious these women's is sherry. named luscious
1: sherry. Don't don't let your husband hang out with luscious sherry. It is that's not bad, a good news. Idea. bad news. It's bad news. She's up to no good, no matter what she what and the so situation is. We're just this is before cell phones were widely available, <laughs> Sorry, and so Lush we're just. It's not like we could text each other from the stall stalls. But you and both say, knew. Oh shit! You knew what was going on. We knew what was going on. Like, we're like, we might have to stay in here a little bit longer than expected. I'm not coming
0: out. <laughs> I'm not coming
1: out. Next you thing haven't. you know, uh, Lusha, Sherry, and uh, Mrs. Mrs. Non-Luscious man, Sherry. <laughs> Mrs. Non-Luscious Sherry walk out and, and go into the parking lot. And we're like, okay. Did they, they make them out of our fight? I, I have no idea. I was so drunk I couldn't tell you it, what color the, the chairs were.
0: The chairs? No you mean the
1: toilets? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was so drunk I couldn't tell up from down. So I have no idea what happened. But um, Luscious Sherry will always be treasured with Seagram's seven and sevens. I hope
0: to God Luscious Sherry somehow – finds this podcast (laughs) and writes in because i would love to know what happened and what's happening now for her how's life now and what happened that night too i just i would love to know as well and i'd love to know if that is you know her given name luscious sherry or maybe a nickname i'm hoping it's her given name (laughs) because that would make it even better but just a lot of questions here maybe maybe not ls We'll call her
1: L.S., so, you know, or maybe she could be L.C. I don't know. It could be Sherry. It could be. It could be a Sherry But Just let us know. uh, Yeah. Thanks, Seagrams. I can't believe that story. (laughs) That's so funny. Anyhow, besties out there, if there is one drink you can never drink again in your life because you had a bad experience, please write in. Send us your listeners' stories Mm -hmm. to revelations at gmail.com. We'd love to hear them. Yes, indeedy. Okay, Brooke. Let's talk about sleep positions.
0: Oh. So... What My second favorite type of positions to talk about. <laughs> Just kidding. I like sleep a lot better. <laughs> uh, that's not what we've been
1: texting me lately. Um, <laughs> Ooh, good one. <laughs> uh, so what position do you normally sleep in? I usually – okay,
0: it's weird. I, I, I used to be a stomach sleeper exclusively. Now, not so much. I usually start on my side at some point – It's like, this is what I call the glory moment of the night. There's some point where (laughs) I roll over on my back and I hit this sweet spot. And I just go. so back sleeper now.
1: Starfishing it.
0: Starfishing it, but I just feel like I'm sinking in. And it has nothing to do with the bed because it's any it's So let me ask,
1: where are your arms when you you start your back sleeping? Is it? to the down along your sides is it above your head is it to the side I think I'm
0: trying to once
1: she's looks like she's dancing the flamenco here
0: yeah one I think is usually kind of above kind of behind my head under a pillow Uh and one kind of down by my side okay but then that makes me kind of then go back over to my side so I kind of fluctuate here's the weird thing when Mm. I really can't sleep which is a lot of time but like this is only like once in a while my body somehow tells me flip it I just flip it and I have mm. to put my head at the foot of the bed. That is interesting. And it's always on my stomach, like where I, oh. how I used to sleep. Okay. And sometimes that helps me fall back to sleep. It's so weird. Uh, yeah. It's very I, weird. I would say
1: I start on my side. Okay. But I am definitely a stomach sleeper and I oh. more so, like, if I can't fall asleep, I'm on my stomach and I can fall asleep. Like, wow mostly but i hated not being able to stomach sleep when i was pregnant oh when you're pregnant yeah the worst you have to be on your back too don't you yeah they say earlier sides the best or way your to sleep.
0: side cuz your organs get like
1: yeah. squished well, or something well I'll, I'll talk about that because i just okay. did some a little bit of like digging about what our sleep positions may mean oh god this is
0: fascinating here we
1: go um this actual article came from psychology today by michael brutus phd Fancy. Yeah, we'll put a link fancy. in the show notes. This whole article starts about how we spend a third of our life sleeping. So there's only like a handful of typical sleep positions. So if you think of one third of your life, you're only in a handful of positions. Right? And you, well, 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 maybe mm. some of us are a little different. <laughs> what do they mean about us? What does each? Please, one I'm so interested. Okay, so the one thing you notice as we get older we more gravitate towards a side sleeping position so Ooh. as children I mean if you have a children little babies you know you put them on your back to sleep it's the safest mm-hmm. way to sleep children so like they go they start on their backs mostly but as right. we get older we begin to sleep more of our side especially when you become like an early adult and starts changing because okay. how your bones are it just is more posturally comfortable. comfortable okay so the older we get the more we end up sleeping on our sides hmm. Huh. But also, as we age, we move around less during the night and less frequently. But, I mean, if you've ever slept with a kid in your bed, (laughs) my God. Nonstop moving. feet in the face. (laughs) This little tiny body that is 40 pounds can take up 99% of my bed. (laughs) Insane. And just nonstop movement. So out of all of my kids, the youngest – She has always been active. And so I was pregnant with her. Actually, she was the most summer salty, twirly, never stopped moving in my stomach child. She's letting you know. She's having a good
0: time in there. Her nickname
1: is Kiki Feet for that reason. (laughs) Kiki Feet. Well, her full nickname is Bella Rue Kiki Feet. But (laughs) Bella's because that's why I want to name her. Rue because she had rooster hair and Kiki Feet because she didn't stop moving. All my kids have these (laughs) weird nicknames. I love it. So she just never stopped moving. And as soon as she was born, it was the same thing. Like the child never stopped moving, especially in bed. (laughs) You sleep next to her and it was like foot in the side, hand in the face. (laughs)
0: Knee in the crotch. Like it just never. Not I want to be able to sleep like that. Like just lay in bed (laughs) and just be able to just move around, smack who I want, just kick.
1: It's the best. Okay. Going to gender. Studies also suggest women are twice as likely to prefer sleeping in the fetal position than men.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I wonder why that would make a difference because we all start there. Right. Right. We all start there. So like, why would it make a difference? Yeah. Oh, this is fascinating. And
1: even the American Pregnancy Association recommends sleeping on the left side for pregnancy uh, because of the blood flow and the nutrients to the placenta. So you're right as what you said earlier, mostly. Yeah. Keeping, it I mean, better for you kept
0: it. You kept it very well spoken. I said it smushes your organs, but you you gave me credit for <laughs> yeah, it. Right. I get partial credit. Partial <laughs> credit. But yeah, I can't imagine. Like, I struggle so much sleeping as is that if I could only sleep in one position, like knowing like you have to sleep on your left side, it would psychologically drive me. It is bananas.
1: Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about each sleep position and minute Yes. Okay. So sleeping on your back, this is the mm-hmm. least popular sleep position, according to the National Sleep Foundation. It reports that only 8% of sleepers choose this position. I'm one of the 8%ers. I'd rather be a percenter, but hey, take what you can. Yeah, I'd rather be that too, but if I can be an 8%er for sleep. But here's some qualities of back sleepers. They are associated with self-confidence. Back sleepers may also be stubborn and have high expectations of themselves and others. Huh. Okay, so if your arms extend down to your sides, you're maybe more reserved. But if your hands are above your head, you're more considered relaxed and open minded. <laughs> so uh, you're right in between. True, and if you said you're dancing, me, I've always been
0: one up, one down, right down the middle, right brain, left brain person. So it only makes perfect sense that I have one arm up and one arm down because
1: it's still representing both of those. Yep. <laughs> makes so much sense. <laughs> now, if you're a stomach sleeper. This type of sleeping is linked to defensiveness as well as oh. perfectionism, sensitivity to criticism. Oh. Stomach sleepers feel often feel overwhelmed and lacking control in their lives. Hmm. 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 Yeah, that's interesting. Cause I would okay. say that's like that's my go to if I can't sleep. Well, and that's weird
0: because that's every a- once in a while how I have to flip.
1: Yeah, I am sensitive that. to
0: criticism. And- okay? Stop saying things about me. <laughs> I have a question. When you sleep on your stomach, because when I do do it, it's a very specific arm, hand, leg placement. Mm-hmm. So how do you sleep when you're on um, your stomach? I p- have to have
1: both my hands like under like my chin. Mm-hmm. Got it. So it's like That's both hands it. up under my pillow under my chin. Yeah. But what about your legs? Are they just straight out? They can be straight out. They can be one bent like a flamingo.
0: One's bent like a flamingo for me. I always have like one bet. So it's almost kind of like a crime scene photo plus yes. only <laughs> yeah. face down. Cause I'm like this with one leg up. But yeah. that's yeah. Yeah.
1: I get cool. it. Well, okay, moving on to side sleeping, which is the most popular way to sleep. Okay. It's linked to being relaxed, open-minded, and being able to compromise. So if you sleep on your right side, they really break it down here. Wow. I was gonna say, okay, here we go. If you sleep on your right side, you're more likely to smoke and rely on caffeine. Wow! If you sleep on your left side, you're more creative and well-educated, which I don't know how that mat- matters at all. But I'm trying to think <laughs> about like – I think I'm equally like, – because if I want to snuggle with my husband, I'm going to sleep on yeah, my right depends. side and snuggle. And then at some point I That's get too hot. That's what I'm saying. Like it depends on if we're
0: spooning or not, if it's too hot and we go the other way. Like, yeah, there's a lot so of variables in side sleeping.
1: Um, if you are put your arms to the sides as you're sleeping, side sleeping, you're trusting and you're possibly gullible, and you may be a rigid you mean, thinker. Well, how do you put
0: your arms – You mean like straight
1: down your yeah. sides? Like mm-hmm. okay, yeah. But if you kind of like put your hands like that, like like mm-hmm. how would you describe this?
0: Like a senior photo <laughs> where they say, "Put your face on the mirror, yes. and lay your head gently on your hands, and." And look up into the heavens,
1: yes. So they're kind of like it's
0: <laughs> like class. every senior photo we ever had, I feel. So like so if that's you're, what that your your arms
1: are more at a ninety degree ninety degree angle by your face, that would be you're more kind of cradling your face. yeah, kind of like cradling your face. You're possibly suspicious and you're curious about the world. Hmm. again,, okay. I don't know what this means. I'm just reading it. Okay, if you are a fetal position sleeper, mm-hmm. you're associated with sensitivity and anxiety and a desire for comfort. Fetal position sleepers may be more conscientious and organized, with a tense, but with a tendency to overthink things.
0: Oh, but they're initially. Not
1: I'm not a fetal sleeper. <laughs> but they're initially shy, but warm-hearted. I think that's a lot of interesting. But what I really wanted yeah. to get to in this article was what does it mean about your dreams? So, how do dreams <laughs> relate to how you sleep?
0: Yes, Please. I'd love to. Right.
1: So, right side sleepers, if you're out there. Mm -hmm. you may experience fewer nightmares than left-side sleepers. Hmm. So if you want a good night's dream, just go to the left side. Yeah. (laughs) If you're a back sleeper, you're more likely to have nightmares. And research indicates they may also have a harder time recalling their dreams. Ding, ding, ding!
0: Winner, winner, chicken dinner for Brooke the Back Sleeper.
1: (laughs) Yep, that is it. If you're a stomach sleeper, you experience dreams that are more vivid, intense, oh, and sexual. You want a naughty baby. dream, mm-hmm. roll over to your mm-hmm. tummy.
0: That tracks for your dreams, though, too. I mean,
1: <laughs> very nah, not just the sexual How would ones, you know? Very vivid. Hey, no, I do have one coming up that is that was very sexual. The I'll be sharing that soon. Good. But they're also more likely, stomach sleepers are more likely to have dreams in which they are immobilized or restrained in their dream. That's terrifying. Yep. And that yeah. is again the article I found from Psychology Today and we'll put a link in the show notes. So does that, it does it ring true with you? Um besties, yes. please write in and let us know, hit us up on social media. What kind of sleeper are you and do you find any of those characteristics outlined in this article relate?
0: Yeah, I would love to hear because I I had never heard of any kind of never delved into any kind of research like that, but it kind of nailed us pretty Pretty right on yeah. the money here. I feel like both of us as a stomach sleeper and me a back sleeper, I think kind of characterize us pretty well. That was fun. I'm glad you came up with that. That was a neat idea. Thank you so much to Julian and Zanna for sharing your dreams. We love
1: them. We really appreciate your support. And if you're having fun with this episode, we would love for you to tell a bestie. That's the best way we grow this podcast is if you tell one or two people about the show. Tell your favorite elephant. Tell a bikini clad patriot flag wearing booby girl <laughs> tell a <laughs> old lady that's wearing a blue cape just tell anyone about the show and we would truly appreciate it <laughs> now it you go get some sleep i might need it and, and, and power, power up definitely need it for tonight. <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well thank you once again for joining and until next week sweet, sweet dreams, dreams bitches, bitches.